Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV podcast. My name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister of pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me again today on Women in Ministry TV broadcast, Facebook page, and Devotions with Deanna YouTube live YouTube channel and podcast. It is a privilege and honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms through Women in Ministry TV. Leaders are on a tight schedule, and we must be creative when it comes time to reading and meditating on God's Word. Devotions with Deanna was created as one of the solutions to support busy leaders. My prayer is that you will be inspired to become the person after God's own heart, and your strength will be renewed. Before we get started today, I want to pray for us. Um, I feel like I have a, the Lord has laid some good stuff on my heart to share today, and I just want to cover it in prayer. So bow with me. In G- Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for um, this broadcast. Lord, I pray that you will um, be with me as I speak your words and share what you have laid on my heart to share today. Lord, thank you for um, this broadcast. Thank you for your word. Thank you that um, your word is truth and um, that we can lean on it and glean from it um, as we go throughout our life. Lord, be with me today and just lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so last week, let me make sure, hang on, okay, last week, um, I spoke on the importance of accountability as we grow in grace and briefly on the importance of having, of Paul having a Bar- having Barnabas in his life. We were reminded, were reminded of Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharp, sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Today, I want to share with you four ways to be a Barnabas in the lives of those around you. But before I get into talking about Barnabas, I want to touch on what was happening in the early church before Barnabas enters the scene. Beginning in Acts 4, we see Peter and John, they were arrested by the Sadducees. There was some controversy over a miracle, which was the lame man being, he was healed. Uh, um, A lame man was healed and it was accomplished in the name of Jesus and the power of Jesus Christ. Excuse me. From Acts 4, we learned that the early church's response to persecution was prayer yeah, it was prayer, and the results were great grace, which I absolutely love this, great grace and boldness, great power and unity. What a great lesson that we can learn from the early church um, to, pr- to prove the reality of our faith. Instead of debating and arguing with one another, we um, should learn from them to go to prayer. So following the prayer for boldness that we'll see, we'll go over. um, Well, let's just read it right now. The prayer of boldness was after Peter, John were let go, they went to um, 
their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. And this is Acts 4, 23 through 30. <clears throat> they say, so when they heard that, um, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. <clears throat> so we see, um, so following this prayer of boldness, we see six things that took place. Number one, all, all that were present experienced a supernatural fullness of the Holy Spirit. Number two, all, all that were present experienced a supernatural boldness, a fearlessness to proclaim the word of God. <clears throat> Number three, all present experienced a supernatural, supernatural unity, one heart and one soul. And number four, all present experienced a supernatural submission. Number five, all present experienced a supernatural fruitfulness. Fruit was produced for God's glory as they went out sharing and preaching about Jesus Christ. And number six, all that were present experienced a supernatural generosity, expressing a spirit of sacrifice and generosity to one another. Now we're, we are introduced to Barnabas. So what are the four things? Or So Barnabas, Barnabas was a Levite of the country of Cyprus and an early church leader with whom Paul could identify. Paul received prayers, counsel, guidance, and encouragement from Barnabas. From scripture and commentaries, we can see that Barnabas had exceptional spiritual qualities and an unshaken unshaken excuse me unshakable confidence in God <clears throat> so now I'm going to talk about the four things that we can learn from Barnabas um, to be that we can learn to be someone's Barnabas so number one, be a giver. Barnabas was a generous giver. Um, the church at Jerusalem, it, as we see, was growing rapidly. New believers coming in, and early church the early church voluntarily shared their belongings. Um, if you go to Acts four thirty six through thirty seven, this is where we're introduced to Barnabas, and. Some some translations call him Joseph. I find that my um, I look at 
I study through the New King James Version and the word for his, the name he that's here is, it's spelled J-O-S-E-S, but when I looked it up, it's actually Eosace. Eosace is how you pronounce that, who was also named Barnabas, which some trans, some commentaries were saying Barnabas was his nickname. He was named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement. He's a Levite of the country of Cyprus, and having land, he sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Barnabas gave financially to help meet the needs of the early church. This act of generosity shows his love for the Lord and his faith in the people of the early church. Looking at Barnabas's life, I hope you can see clearly his purpose of being an encouragement to those that were part of the early church. The second thing we can learn from Barnabas is to be a faithful friend. It wasn't until Barnabas took Saul and explained the change that had taken place in his life that Saul was able to move freely in Jerusalem. It was too long ago that Saul hated, it was not too long ago in our scripture that Saul hated and persecuted Christians. Barnabas takes a risk in associating with Saul. As if you go to Acts 9, now we're going to skip over to Acts 9, 26 through 27, we will read. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. And he declared to, how, to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So can you imagine, you know, this person like us all coming into your group and you know of his history. He persecuted Christians. He killed Christians. And now he's saying, I'm a Christian now and I want to be a part of your group and I want to um talk about Jesus and share the love of Jesus Christ with um, everyone I come in contact with. So it took a Barnabas to kind of, okay, I am a witness to this. I saw what happened to him and he is true. He is the real deal. And, but Barnabas had to take that risk to associate with Saul. And I, I've, what an example that is to be a faithful friend in that way. The third thing we can do is to be an encourager. So we go into Acts 11, 22 through 26, we read, Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were headed to the Lord. Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. 
there's a whole lot in this little um, four or five scriptures, but I just want to point out a couple things um, that four things that we see we see Barnabas highlighted. He was in, he encouraged this word encouraged. Um, he encouraged them all with that, all that with purpose apart, they should continue with the Lord. This is a verb in perfect tense. And Barnabas repeatedly encouraged the Gentiles to persevere in their loyalty to God. He encouraged them to stay close to the Lord, whatever the cost. And we also see that Barnabas was a good man. He was generous, tenderhearted, proven character, high moral standards. He was honorable, respectable, and morally sound. We also see that Barnabas was full of the Holy Spirit. He experienced the power of the Holy Spirit for witnessing and servicing. He was not driven by personal ambition or selfish desires. And Barnabas also overflowed with faith. He had strong convictions and he was settled. He had settled confidence in God's word. Number, the fourth thing that we can learn from Barnabas is to be forgiving. If we go on to Acts 15, 36 through 41, um, we, we read that then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now, Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark, but Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Sierra, Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches. One commentary um, that I read said that this is basically there was a difference of opinion because of the split, even though the word says sharp, it was the contention became so sharp The cause of the split between Barnabas and Paul was basically difference of opinion. Paul learned more. Paul leaned more towards being firm while Barnabas leaned towards being tender. They go their separate ways. Barnabas chose to encourage Mark, who happened to be his nephew, his sister's son. And because of this, Barnabas, because of this, and we also see that because of this man, Barnabas, Paul may, may not have never been accepted into the Jerusalem church. And Mark may have not continued serving the Lord. So in, in addition, because of Barnabas being who he was and going in the power of the Holy Spirit, we now have 13 epistles written by Paul and one gospel written by Mark. 
So my wife application questions to you today is, are you willing to be a Barnabas to someone? Are you willing to give generously, be a faithful friend, a committed, a committed encourager, and a forgiving person? And six things to ask yourself as we go back to before Barnabas was even introduced to us, do you want to experience the supernatural fullness of the Holy Spirit? Do you want a supernatural boldness, a fearlessness to proclaim the word of God? Do you want a supernatural unity, one heart and one soul? Do you want supernatural, supernatural submission? Do you want a supernatural fruitful, fruitfulness, fruit that's produced for God's glory as, as you go out sharing and preaching about Jesus Christ or sharing the word of Jesus Christ? And finally, do you want a supernatural generosity expressing a spirit of sacrifice and generosity, generosity to each other? If that is you and you can relate to some of these questions and you're like, yes, I want that. I want that. I'm just going to pray this and I'll ask you to pray. Go home, go along and pray with me. If you'll open your Bible back to I, Acts 4, 20 through, 24 through 30. I'm just going to pray for you. Pray this prayer. You'll start in the middle of 24. Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why do the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on your servant. I'm sorry. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness that they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that the signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Thank you friends for joining me today. I hope any one of, I hope this resonated with you and I hope that you will go out and just be cognizant of being a Barnabas to, to people around you. Thank you for joining me. I hope that you will tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcast YouTube channel or Facebook page or Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel every Friday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. I will upload the broadcast, this broadcast to my podcast, Devotions with Deanna. And if you have specific prayer requests you would like me to pray for you, um, you can send me an email at devotionswithdeanna at, at gmail.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day.